Just say something. Good morning. Say something again. I'm ready to start. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is Ryan, and I am Joy. And we knocked out Miss Ice Sandwich, not Miss Ice Cream Sandwich. I Ryan. almost wouldn't mind if it was Miss Ice Cream Sandwich. <laughs> and it's a Miss Ice Sandwich by Mako Kawakami. And so I was reading this one, and I, I'm just going to ask the first thing that came to mind: Were you? okay reading something this sweet and borderline charming (laughs) 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 yes but only because it had its quirkiness so that made up for for that yeah it was i was just kept i because you're the one that brought it to my attention so i I kept turning the page thinking something like awful was going to happen or was going to take some dark turn and it it was it was I mean, yeah, like, you know, it dealt with loss and death, like with the grandmother and, and saying goodbye and stuff. But but uh, it was the exact opposite of what I expected something for for a joy pick. It was the exact opposite. You know, no no brooding psychological issues, no, no hands being cut off. True. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, I've, been, oh. I've been running around all morning. I'm half asleep. You. Yeah, hey, we just take our time. We'll okay. Cut and paste um, what we need to. It is translated from the Japanese by Louise Hill Kawai, I guess how you say her name. Did you think the book flowed as well? It didn't for me initially. But okay, once I. I guess. I, I guess yeah, okay, what do you... Okay. I just sort of had a hard time getting the rhythm of either the story or the writing. I'm not sure which one it was. But once I did, I started enjoying the book more. But you can definitely tell that it's translated. Okay. Do you agree or not? I, I don't know. I don't... Because maybe that was just... She was just trying to mimic her terse, punchy style. Um, True. Plus, it's tricky to tell an adult story from a children's perspective. So, to, in order to anyone that can pull that off, it's it's quite a it's quite a feat. Because I mean, it's told from the perspective of a fourth grader, so they're gonna have to talk like a fourth grader and speak like a fourth talk and speak the same thing, think like a fourth grader. But it's it's meant for to deal with adult issues or to let a let a older audience think back on certain certain things very descriptive of me oh no that but, was but uh that was so very maybe well that put. was part of it so maybe because oh, maybe that's why it was so like nothing was quite clear i mean the sentences were were very unsure i guess is a good word it's not that they were not clear sentences the character just wasn't was still learning and didn't really know and and uh, I don't know any I say anyone that can pull that off successfully it's it's a feat it's a it's a it's a talent and I I enjoy I enjoyed the it, it did take a second to get into it I'll give you that but but once you kind of hmm, I agree I don't know what that sound was I just made I hope that didn't pick 
<laughs> so I guess we we should also mention or or discuss the premise of of the book. Right. So it's basically about an eight year old boy who is fascinated, or do you think he was in love with a woman who sells sandwiches at the local supermarket? I think it's both. I think you're that both ways is a good way because. He doesn't know what that feeling is, and but he, there's something so striking about her, her terse attitude and her bright blue eyeshadow that just draws him in, and he doesn't understand what that feeling is. But it comes later with, with uh, 2D, where it all kind of, you know, that's 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 going to be your basic arc where 2D's the friend, but she has the crush too. She, she did such a good job at describing. Like they never once said 2D has a crush on. The main character. Did they say his name? I'm suddenly blanking. No. I didn't um, think so. They 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 just described that he's like in fourth grade and right. an eight year old. Oh, so yeah. I just call him the narrative voice for the protagonist. Yeah, I just sit here and I just totally blank if he had a name or not. But yeah, they but like when she at near the end when Tootie's like, Oh, how do you feel about Miss Ice Sandwich? Like that's the point where um Kawakami is is letting us in that Tootie has a crush on the narrator, but they both don't quite... Well, Tootie knows a little bit more than the narrator, but it, they never explicitly say it because it's still those fourth-grade feelings. And I don't know, I just... Her characterizations were were really well done. With the main people, like... The, grandmother felt a little distant, but I guess she was supposed to because she was dying, and the mother felt a little distant. All the adults felt really distant. But maybe that's... I mean, when I was in fourth grade, I didn't want to hang out with adults, so, I mean, I, I get it. They're not going to be prominent. <laughs> uh, well, um, since you've already brought that up, I was going to mention that Barbara would not like this book <laughs> because it, um, if you're the type of reader who likes everything resolved and explained, it's not the book for you. Right. Because... Um, I think it leaves a lot of questions unanswered and mysteries unresolved. But I like that I mean, just because it, it mimics life. What, what's, uh, what's one of the questions well, or mysteries? Just what happened to their parents okay. who died. And it seems like that did affect you know, them profoundly. And, and then um, just the mother. Yeah. She was distant, but you really didn't know anything else about her or, maybe, maybe or why she the, was the way she was. And it's just the fourth grade mentality. Like, if you're eight and you know someone died in a way, you would know something vague, maybe like car crash, but you're not going to know the specifics. And like that, obviously, a death would affect the mother. So maybe that's why she seems so distant. And always like worried about the future and the t the the, the fortune telling friends. I don't know who the ladies were, but like the the narrator didn't know, so maybe we're not supposed. Maybe that's it. I need to stop coming to this stuff off the cuff because I'm not. I don't know if I'm making sense. No, but. you are. I well, um, there's also the mystery of Miss Ice Sandwich herself. We really um, the uh, three three dancers in his class. They they kept saying um. Do you remember what they were saying about her? That, that she she had... Oh, something. I should have written this down. Something about 
her face or, or... Oh, she had the, the reconstructive surgery. Yes, yes. And that's why she can never smile or something. I mean, but that was just really, um, you know, it wasn't an explored topic or theme, but I guess I was always left wondering about what, what was it about Miss Ice Sandwich. Maybe it didn't. Maybe it didn't matter to the little fourth grade narrator. No, no. I mean, I'm. I guess I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate too. You're, you're raising the question, and I'm just arguing. Oh no, I. Because I, I, I felt the same way. I mean, I did like some things. Could have I felt. It was a, such a short book. I, I, I could have read a little bit more, but, mm-hmm. but maybe there was, maybe that was the reason. Maybe it was supposed to hit that child mentality because children. I'm a quote unquote adult, and I don't know <laughs> barely anything. So, so. Oh, you're not the only one. <laughs> so maybe, maybe just backtracking to being eight. So, I don't know. But uh, I just like the fact that it um, explores. I guess universal themes of embracing um, uniqueness and cherishing moments with people you really care about. Right. So it's it's a very short and simple book, but it has a lot of depth to it. I'll say that. So I I really really enjoyed it. It's it's such a lovely story. So yes, even though it's not dark, <laughs> I did enjoy it. How would you rate it? Put it probably in the, the four range, like re- the really like it area. Not love it, not like it, but that 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 like with a little oomph, you know, like plus. I am very surprised because mine is closer to a five. Oh really? Yes, yes. I just um, I also like the fact that the author was also trying to convey that um, having and understanding all of the answers is secondary to being true to yourself. Right. Did you get that as well? I don't know if I would put it. Well, in like quite I mean, those terms, but it's there. Like okay. that, the way you word it, I could definitely find justifications in the story to okay. to match that. But yeah, no, very much so. I mean, for instance, all the side characters are named after farts, <laughs> and they begin to own those names. You know, Doo-Wop and Tootie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> thought that was wonderful. Like, that's just one of those little those little things that the author mm-hmm. does that just makes it so just weird enough to be real, you know. So we have to also discuss the Al Al Pacino. I was going to yeah. bring that up too. I was going to I was going to make. I didn't know when to do it, but like in this thing well, by saying Al Pacino. We should have done it at the very end because that's how. That was their way of saying, you know, see you later, goodbye. But I just loved it. But they, they, the Tootie was obsessed with the movie Heat. And so, and they kept talking about it being this weird foreign film and how Al Pacino sounded like something fancy to say hello or goodbye. So she worked that phrase in. But the goodbye played a very important part of the story. So it was, it was all piecing together. So you had the Al Pacino goodbye the goodbyes of the dead parents, the... the oh, the, oh, the see you later goodbye, the maybe? See you later, the see you, yeah, so there's saying goodbye to someone that you don't really know because both parents died before the, the child knew who they were, really. Like, they know of them, but not them. And then 
there's the Al Pacino versus the see you later versus goodbye. So 2D was very specific where she said see you later means I'm coming back, goodbye means probably never see you again. And then it goes into finding out Miss Ice Sandwich is leaving. And so the, the penultimate time we see 2D, she says see you later. He goes to see Miss Ice Sandwich and she enjoys the little picture she made, but she says goodbye. And then the grandmother dies, and Tootie is the, the only friend to show up at the funeral. So she's saying goodbye, or he's saying goodbye to his grandmother, but also Al Pacino to Tootie. So it was like goodbye, loss is a big part of the story. Oh yes, so yes, loss. That's that's that circle I'm trying to come <laughs> back to. That's... Yes, it's um a sentimental book that explores loss and grief, but. But it was very well done from a child's perspective. Right, that, that 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 plays a key, a key piece of the story. I don't I don't know if it would work as well if the character was in their twenties or forties or even sixties. Mm-hmm. Um, but being so naive to a world that you're so heavily a part of, it. I like like when he divvies. He's like, oh, the third graders, they don't know anything, and those fifth graders, they're even worse. But the fourth graders are like the primo group to be in. That was, I mean, it was this little childish, witty childish thing. So, did you wonder why she chose to um, to make the narrative voice of a fourth grader or a a person of such a young age? I think just how she had to tell the story um say just i don't know if it would quite work you'd have a different narrative probably with someone older oh most definitely most definitely so i did i did do something though i don't know if you caught it coming through but uh so in order to prepare for this i rewatched the movie heat (laughs) oh yes i but it, it was a busy weekend. Yeah, so Well it's also it's also a three hour movie. So Well then you are the person to do it. So what let's hear it. Oh it's a I I saw it maybe over a decade ago. It's been a while since I watched it, so this wasn't the first time I've seen it, but mm-hmm. um, Did it, you reenact the gun? I did not. <laughs> I did not. But it's that's the weird thing about the the movie is a uh, is for being kind of thought about and described, and especially in the story as like an action film, it's actually like a slow pace. There's a lot more talking than, than shooting in the film. So, oh, really? So it's interesting that basically there's two real gunfights, and it's interest in a three-hour film. No, three. There's well, two gunfights, three shootings. Um, so it's interesting she chose chose Heat out of all the Al Pacino films they could have watched um, to reenact the scene, but but it, it's known it's known for being because Al Pacino and Robert De Niro were in Godfather Two together, but they never had scenes because they were their their narratives took place decades mm-hmm. apart. Mm-hmm. So it was known that the first time Al Pacino and Robert De Niro would meet face to face, and all their scenes collectively. And this three-hour film is like roughly like twelve minutes. Really? Yeah, but the I'm not a huge Al Pacino person. I do like Robert De Niro, and and that diner scene in Heat. It it's worth it's worth the twelve minutes. It was and that the I don't want to give away from the movie, but 
the final scene, the final shot of Heat is one of the, like, you could print it out and hang it on your wall. It's such a pretty... Iconic? Yeah. I don't know. You never really see it anywhere. But but it's such a pretty shot. Just the way the cinematography and, and the, the way the lights, it's, it's a really well-made shot. What year is it from? Uh, like 98, I think it's Oh, that old? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an older one. Oh, I didn't realize. What is the movie that Al, that Al Pacino is in where he tries to rob the bank or something? Dog Day Afternoon. Yes! That's I, actually... I love that one. That's a good one. That's that's a... I give Al Pacino credit for that one. That was That's a that's a really good film. It's very... Uh, that's what I remember him from, but I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, no, that, one's, that one's a great one. Oh yeah, it's just it's just interesting they picked Heat of all the films. I don't even think they finished the movie, but in the in the story because the dad was sleeping and they just started play acting. But that's fun, you know, like yeah. I just love the fact that she had watched it so many times that she could reenact the scenes so perfectly, and he was enthralled by her as well. I mean, I look if all of a sudden. <laughs> We started playing some movie, and then you stand up and start acting out piece for piece of every scene of the bank robbery from Dog Day Afternoon. I'm going to be enthralled, too. <laughs> you got my attention. It's, oh, my goodness. So, you know, I, I, can't, I can't blame the narrator for that. I, I do love that scene, just how the dad was just, just the, the, the imagery of it. Of the dad just sleeping, I just pictured like snoring away, snoring, and them just in this this living room, this ill like dimly lit room, just acting out this the one gunfight from from Heat. So it's I don't know why she. I wonder why she picked that particular movie. I wonder why. Yeah, I don't know. I did as well. So I'm not. I'm not complaining. I mean, plus plus Heat. Has Val Kilmer? I think I think Val Kilmer is a little, especially '90s Val Kilmer, way underrated. He doesn't get enough credit for being Batman, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> going back to the actual book instead of the films, uh, when you were talking about the the translations and some of the writing, some of her her metaphors were. There was one in particular where he's this is like the first time we're meeting Miss Ice Sandwich. Or not meeting, but like seeing with him and hiding in the grocery store aisle, basically. And he doesn't, he's trying to understand these emotions that's that's warming him. So he describes seeing her as the tr- translucent part of butter as it slides down a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to stop the book first. Stop the book. I had to close the book for a second and just let that one. Because there was like three or four metaphors in a row when he first, and that one though, I was like, wow, like I've never, what a, what an awesome way to word that. I am just surprised that I I don't remember that as clearly as I remember him peeking at her from the egg section. <laughs> I don't know why I don't remember that. But, um, well, being a, a foodie, I was sort of hoping for a little more food-centric book. <laughs> just, it's just who I am. I love reading about it. But... Um, but yes, it the um, story was good enough to where it made up for the lack of it. Yeah, 
I'll, I'll give you that. Plus, as I said, we had the movie Heat, so it's not true. Bad. True. Al Al Pacino and Heat. So, <laughs> but uh, so I'll forgive her. So you would you would recommend? I would. Yeah, I went ahead and looked up, and because uh, I know she has. Um, recently, she came out with Breast and Eggs. Yes, and she also has a book titled Heaven, I think. Heaven, um, and that's fairly new. I I believe that's by her. I could be wrong, but well, I, I I liked it. I liked it enough where I went ahead and looked up to see what else she was. She has a lot more, very prolific in in Japan, but only mm-hmm. only a handful of things translated into English. So okay, so I actually wondered. I don't know if if you did. I um, since a lot of Japanese authors love to include cats. I was wondering if cats would be included in here, and they were briefly mentioned. I don't remember uh, in what respect, but but they were briefly mentioned, so I was happy. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember the cat either. I'll have to look it up. But yes, I mean, I thought, hmm, I wonder if if they'll make an appearance in here, and and they briefly did. <laughs> to come across a um, Japanese book, maybe more contemporary Japanese novels that, that don't include cats. Oh, really? Well, like I said, I was curious enough, curious, curious enough to read other things by her, so I guess we'll have to take note to find if there's, there's cats or not. I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't know about the. Well, uh, is it something you just picked up on, or did you, well, you read it somewhere and now that you see it, you can't unsee it? It stems more from um, Murakami. Uh, <laughs> but yes, it seems like other Japanese books that I've picked up, cats are included. And then there's this. Um, isn't there an island near Japan or somewhere? I mean, maybe it's Korea. I don't know. There's like a cat island. Really? Yes. I would. I would not be able to go there. I would not be able to breathe. <laughs> Are you allergic to cats? Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. It's not. It, it's not too bad. Like I can handle it. My throat gets a little itchy, and I'm maybe a little watery. But it's like, like not, not awful. But if it's a whole island of cats, <laughs> I don't know if I'd be able to make that. Isle of dogs, maybe. Yeah, the able cats. To. Yeah, cats. So, I guess. Just born to be a dog person. I don't. I don't know. Oh, I learned something new about you today. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. So I. That's why. I, sometimes I gotta. Stay away from our resident cat, Casey. <laughs> she, she. She makes my. Are you I'm, that sensitive? No. I'm just, oh, <laughs> I was just about to say. Pretending <laughs> I'm allergic to Casey. <laughs> but, I also. Um, This is totally off topic, huh? but um, you know how we always mention that we're in the blue room. Yeah. I always wondered if if our if our viewers were confused by that statement, since what they see isn't blue. The big green square. <laughs> but we are in the 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 one accent wall is blue, <laughs> but it's just not shown. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe everyone just thinks and they hear this that we're in this. We're in a sad room since most of your pics are so dark True. and depressing. <laughs> but I know what's crazy is I'm I'm a happy 
person, but I sort of <laughs> like like that those dark themes and dark books. Well, you need to you need to balance it. I was reading maybe was that's reading what an, it is. An essay about like something like people who drive fast. So it's something. Usually the cops give you that ten mile an hour buffer because yes. if you break small laws, you're less likely to break the big laws. So since you're so happy, you need to balance <laughs> it with them. At night, all blood is black and whatnot. So. Oh, I'm still thinking about that book. Still but, thinking about it. But, uh, so, so two weeks, we will be doing CQ confession. I'm, I'm about ready. loneliness. I'm ready when you are. I had to, I had to go ahead and uh, pound it out. Someone needed it for a hole, so, so whenever you're ready, I'm, I'm ready. Oh, I can't wait to so, hear your thoughts that on that. One, that one, I tried to take. I tried to take more notes than normal, but there's going to be a lot of refreshers, I'm sure. So. Well, um, maybe I should save this for the next video, but I don't know if you and I would be the best people to talk about loneliness because I, for one, loved. I mean, <laughs> love to be lonely. <laughs> I mean, love to be alone. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, if you wanna. I guess in two weeks, if you want to feel sad in the blue room, come check out our talk about loneliness. That's really how to draw people in. So. <laughs> Great way to start the year. <laughs> well, and I think it's, um, it would be an appropriate book to discuss. Um, we're not post-pandemic yet, right. but just, um, you know, with hopefully the... Um, the worst part behind us right. that it will um, well bring more things to light. You know, you know how I do. I, my lips are sealed until next time. Oh, I, I, can't, I can't get anything out of I ain't you. Nothing. So, <laughs> but look, knowing how you are, I think I have my idea of what you think of it. Um, but, uh, but yes, so can't guess, wait to find out. Yes, till the next time, we'll uh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Wait. <laughs> Didn't they do something with their hand or arm or something? Like Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I remember. I could be wrong. I don't know. No, I, mean, I was really getting into it. Yeah. <laughs> so you were acting out the book. Almost. You were acting out the girl, <laughs> acting out heat from the book. So yeah, okay. Well, if you need to take the stage. <laughs>